You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky, and we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mixing Mindsets. Today we have Anne, also known as Altered Pink, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Anne, what's going on? Not much. Just happy to be here. Thanks for having well, me, guys. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. We actually just uh, like finished up a big part of your EP. I think it's yeah. it's pretty much done. Maybe you just finished your EP. That okay. was the last that thing was we it. needed. That was it. So right, now cool. it's done. So well, let's start by just introducing you for like maybe like a couple minutes or so. Okay. If you just want to tell people um, the the altered pink thing is that this is like. A, a recently chose chosen name, right? Yes, yes. So I always just went by Annalise Music because mm-hmm. um, I wasn't really sure what else. And then once I decided that I did want to actually start releasing some of my songs, I didn't necessarily want to have my like you know official government name on anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and Altered Pink just made sense to me. I um, I first of all love the color pink. Yes. Um, I'm very much obsessed with pink. Yes, it's, it's and your then, aesthetic. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then. Um, I also kind of, uh, when I like put my life into perspective a little bit, mm-hmm. I realized that I see a lot of my life through like rose colored black glasses. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of live in like an altered state of pink all the time. Oh. Um, so I figured oh, okay. it was very fitting, yeah. kind of aligns a lot with the type of things that I write about in my music too. Yes. So. I have to say, because, um, yeah, you know, Ann and I did a lot of co-writing sessions prior to like the we're tracking everything stuff in mm-hmm. the studio. Um, I love the type of person that Ann is. <laughs> That's uh, the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, truthfully, it's because she always comes from this place of like uh, lyricism and meaning are at the forefront of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I find that uh, like like beautiful in its own right. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I like. Don't get me wrong. I love like a great riff. I love heavy, like, good riffing. <laughs> you know, like, I love good riffing and, and great yeah. instrumentals, which you totally need 100 percent of the time. But like, I don't know. I just you have. To, I had to like kind of turn that off for the well, for think, our co-writing sessions, mm-hmm. and it was more so like, oh, this derives from like a genuineness. Yeah, a genuineness and, and like a realness to get the message across. And yeah. it's like everything else is supplemental to whatever the core of the message is going to be. Yeah. And I love that. Thank you. I've been writing poetry since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I've always used as like a form of self-expression, usually for a long time just for me, just to kind of get my emotions out mm-hmm. and whatever, yeah. um, kind of try to process everything that goes on in my life. And then mm-hmm. it wasn't until until I started playing the ukulele. Um, at first, I started just doing covers because it was fun. Right, you know? yeah. mm-hmm. And I was like, wait. I've technically been like writing songs my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. And and I like to really um, try to encapsulate a feeling into a song, and that that's where a lot of it comes from. It's just like, um, like for example, Sunday's Best. Mm. Um, you know, I got a knock on the door by these evangelists, and mm. they were just the nicest people I had ever encountered, and mm-hmm. it filled me up so much um, in a way that I didn't even really know that I needed at the time, and it gave me a lot of like perspective on just the. Work world and, mm-hmm. and um on like spirituality and a lot of things and right. and yeah. so they left and i sat down and i was like well i guess i gotta write something because <laughs> how else can i process what just happened to me exactly. you know and, and I, I think that's what's gonna stick with with people yeah is that there is a genuine experience 
and a, and a genuine storytelling to that experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that people naturally like. I think I think there's an unspokenness to uh, music that we we can't really quantify. But you're just like when you hear something that is genuine, mm-hmm. you kind of like I really like this. Right. I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I, just something there. I think it has a lot to do with the story. Yeah, like I think the fact that like the the song is almost like the cover of the book and there's so much more depth to mm-hmm. it the fact that we can sit here and and you can tell me the like where a song's meaning derived from mm-hmm. and and we could sit here and we can conversate about that i think that's a huge thing right. and i think that itself kind of speaks to like oh wait like this is this is there's a realness coming from this mm-hmm. and and there there's either a message or a full experience behind the song yeah. and that's true i think that's songwriting done correctly hmm. well Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I will say it always makes me a little bit nervous uh, just because, like I said, for a long time I did it just for me. Yeah, um, right. And even when I started actually making songs, it still was mostly just for me, alone in my living room, yeah. not really willing to share any of it with the world because I'm so terrified of, of it for some reason. <laughs> right. I don't know. And yeah. um, even now I still kind of get tripped up because they are based so much on like my very personal experience mm-hmm. that I'm like... Is this too specific? Is somebody not gonna like be able to relate to this because this is like very much an experience that I had on the side of the street yeah. by yeah, myself yeah, yeah. one day yeah. three years ago? You know that like like nobody else can can directly relate to that thing, yeah. mm-hmm. but maybe they can at least relate to derive some type of meaning. Yeah, from the it. over overwhelming emotion that came out of it, or like mm-hmm. the perspective um, that I kind of was able to gain from that. Um, I mm-hmm. think ultimately is a universal experience, and you just usually get it from your own facet you know i think not only that is that your music throws an insight into your life so as a listener Mm -hmm. i think people naturally just like knowing the person that they're listening to yes you know i mean how many how many people haven't gone through middle school and done a deep dive into the bands that they've been listening to Mm -hmm. like i know every member i know you know i know this song this because this guy went through that yeah i know all you know i know all of that so i think it's it's just naturally it's like okay this is you can listen to ann's music and now know a little bit more about ann exactly i think is is a little opposite of the way that like I kind of write music too, which which is why I think it, it's I respect it so much and it's cool, because I'm not much of a lyricist myself, mm-hmm. um, so I just kind of write like cool riffs. Yeah. So like you're getting to know me, I guess, by my music because it's like a cool riff, and you mm-hmm. kind of you could get to know me in terms of what I sort of like, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be able to listen to my music and get to know me get to as little, like, like know you know you. like yeah. experiences like that that I've had, and I think people really like that. They like it a yeah, lot 100%. when you, when they listen to it and they're like, oh man, I really like. I feel so like I've tapped into this person's there's life. All sorts of different ways. I just think there's there's this there's this pureness that comes out of that, mm-hmm. and you're really able able to like 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 Anne is Anne's songs are, are kind of like if if Anne was writing a book this would be you know just yeah autobiography like mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. very like, much just like it's a, very much that that type of ordeal of my, my life and my experiences yeah, yeah. and could, what I hear often too is that the way I write um is 
just reflects the way I talk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so when uh, people that know me really well hear these songs that we've been working on, and they're like, "That's that's just you, that's you. man! Like yeah. that's just you exactly. in there!" And like, like that's all I ever really wanted it to be is yeah. like just yeah. an expression of myself that other people can choose to to relate to or or to listen to or or whatever they want to do with it after yeah. it's out there. Which would totally make sense why you were a little more anxious to even get this process moving mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to hold this CD. I'm going to give it to someone. And it's not just like, Hey, I think this is the cool thing that it did. You're literally handing it and you're saying, <clears throat> excuse me. You're like, this is literally me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's all my you know? thoughts and feelings and, and all the yeah, times that I've cried. And there's, a, yeah, there's a huge vulnerableness yeah. to that. And that's a very difficult thing to just say like, here, everybody. Right. Anyone who feels like, like listening. Yeah, the, the greater, the greater the risk, ultimately, the greater the reward. And I guess that relates to like personal gratification. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you're going to be able to achieve more out of, out of putting yourself in a, in a vulnerable place and putting out and putting it out into the world, especially mm-hmm. if it's received, you know, well. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and you know what? I have to say, though, like, I already feel like I've achieved everything that I possibly could have wanted out of this just by doing it because yeah. I've been mm-hmm. so afraid for so long and mm-hmm. I've wanted to be a musician since I was a kid in middle school and I didn't even really start to consider it until about three years ago and then I started taking it seriously within the last year Um, Mm -hmm. and it was terrifying for me to come into the studio and and, you know uh, record vocals in front of people and with those (laughs) headphones on and you guys are only listening to my like raw voice that Mm -hmm. is the most terrifying thing I think I've ever done in my life Mm -hmm. which you've had more people here than typical yes Yes. Um, I like to be supported Yeah. yeah <laughs> but still, like, even, even though, like, on one end, yeah, the five people behind you are supporting you. Mm-hmm. On the other end, it's like there are five people behind me staring. At <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really stressful, and I wanted it so bad. Yeah. So I knew that um, I just had to do it. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, I was going to spend the rest of my life wishing that yeah, I yeah, did. I think we touched on that yeah. like yeah. a couple times. Yeah. You know, just like I commend you for just taking the dive. Mm-hmm. Now, I tell this to a lot of people because I feel like we frequently will like run into people that just take this dive and I, yeah. I love people that do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the people that just go for things. I think well, that, that I, correlates to the topic. You know? it, yeah. yeah. It comes from a personal goal, less of like, I'm going to make music and make yeah. money more to like, I just need to achieve this thing. Mm-hmm. Like in my life, right. you know, I need to achieve like getting out of my comfort zone, right. breaking through mm-hmm. those walls that like you've put up yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that, that applies to any, any goal, but like, we just yeah. so happen to be speaking to there's about music, but there's like a self gratification and like, Hey, I want to accomplish this. I thought it was unattainable for so many years, but Hey, wait a minute. There's actually a door here. Right. Let me, let me find out what happens. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of keep going. Yeah. And I realized like, a few months ago, I realized I was in a position knowing that how badly I wanted this and was just sitting on it and sitting on yeah. songs that I'd been writing and whatever. And um, I started to uh, develop a relationship with Eric because I was coming to practice yeah. with the guys. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, like all of these resources were available and it was like right at my fingertips. And I was like, <laughs> the only thing keeping me from doing this is just like being it's, afraid. It's, yeah, essentially, the only thing crazy. keeping me from doing it is you. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and, and even now that like everything's kind of being finished up and I'm trying right. to like 
work out how I want to release these songs and whatever. Right. Um, I've been trying to take it back to that very first conversation we had on the phone. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago now where mm. I remember saying like I don't really care if anybody listens to it I just yeah. want to do it because because like this is it's a it's been eating away at me for my whole life that <laughs> yeah. this is what I wanted and yeah. I'm just not not going after it and, 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 and personal goal enough. yeah to keep that at the core of it is yeah. just it's such a great thing especially yeah. like post putting music out I think people often get like shaded by like because and, and it happens to me it happens I, I would assume it happens to everyone when you put music out sometimes you forget that yeah, like you forget, like oh wait, well, I did yeah. this for my own personal gratification. Yeah. Because now, like people, like if people enjoy it, you're just kind of like, ooh, like I should try to get more people. Yeah. To enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I love that you remembered that. Like, mm-hmm. the, just, if if you keep that at the core of everything you do, you, in my opinion, you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we literally just finished up the last bit of tracking on your album, like. An hour ago. Mm-hmm. Now that the tracking process is finished, give us your thoughts about like where you were in the beginning, where you are now, where you were in the middle. Did it get easier along the way? Was it a grind and <laughs> really hard through the whole Especially thing? Especially in terms of like your confidence. That's what I'm curious yeah, about. Yeah, like what happened to like your mind during this process? Well, I came into the whole process with zero confidence whatsoever. <laughs> and it, it, it really makes me laugh to hear you talk about like my lyricism because yeah. the first time I ever went out to your house to like have a songwriting session, I was mm. like, these songs are so bad. And like, he's going to think I'm so dumb, you know? And like, I don't know why I just get so in my head that like everybody else, maybe I think this is good and everybody else thinks it's bad and I'm some big joke or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, that's crazy. I know that's crazy, but, um, it took, you know, a couple of those sessions with you to be like, okay, like the things that I'm doing aren't necessarily bad. They need work because Mm there's the same four chords on my ukulele (laughs) with the same strum pattern over and over Mm -hmm. again. But like the, the actual like valuable piece, the message that's in there is, is actually pretty good. So I started to kind of gain a little bit more confidence as we were like building out demos and things like that. Getting into the actual studio and recording it, it felt like a lot of it went away because right. I was just so afraid um, that I couldn't really remember and hold on to that that confidence that I found in the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. And even now, um, it wasn't until Eric, you had sent that video of like my raw vocals for I think it was Spill oh, Paint. Yeah, that of just the me, harmonies. You that, can see that on my Instagram. Yes, yeah. that <laughs> took me a couple of days to really wrap my head around where I was like. That is literally my voice. Yeah. I've no, never, yeah. I've never heard it like that before, <laughs> and I was like, "This is good." Yeah. Yeah. What the heck is yeah. that? Me, you know? Yeah. And, and other people are like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool." My mom, yeah. I sent it to my mom. She sent it to like twenty five people. Like That's she, awesome. she yeah. just kept sending me more text messages. Like I also sent it to these five people yeah, yeah. and whatever. And like right. I was like, "Geez, okay." Like hopefully it is as good as I think it is because <laughs> this could be pretty embarrassing. Right. But, um, <laughs> You know, as as it gets kind of closer to that release date, and I have a lot of friends and and just like personal supporters who are like yeah. dying to to hear it yeah. and can't wait for me to put it out so that they can share it. It's such a great and, thing to have, like a network yeah. of just people, especially in the same like community mm-hmm. that that want to be involved in support. Yeah, yeah. and the, and it really helps to build up that confidence that I do have because yeah. there are people um, who have been musicians for a long time that I really respect and admire, and mm-hmm. I can confidently say I probably wouldn't be where I am as a musician right now if I hadn't met them and built relationships with them in that way and for them to come back and say these are incredible and I'm so proud of you and you should be proud of yourself and Mm -hmm. like look how far you've come like 
yeah, you're you're right. I am proud of me. And I did come <laughs> yeah. far, you know. Yeah. So it feels really good. You have that like very uplifting story, yeah. right? Humble beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took, took a while to yeah. get here, but about twenty five years or so. But there here we go. are. <laughs> so that that's awesome to hear, like that you've got from from that you know point A to point B there. But in the middle, how did you feel? Because obviously, it it didn't take us a short amount of time to track this. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was a, it was a in-depth stuff. Like it took us a while to do it. Like, mm-hmm. did it get easier? Like 50% through tracking your, your stuff. Was it a little bit easier or was it equally as difficult until you can feel like, okay, it's done and I can breathe. So I think it kind of got a little bit easier until we started to work on the harmonies because I had to go a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and there was an extra person in the room that I had met for the very first time. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, oh, man. Shout out Derek like, Nowak. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's great. Very nice. There's no real reason for me to be like so nervous in but front of him. But he's a stranger, essentially. Yes, yeah, and I, I really cried in front of him that day. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty big emotional day for me. And aside from just tracking my vocals, pretty much everything else I've been doing I've been trying to take it one step at a time right so and I don't even really think about it while I'm doing it like Mm -hmm. um I remember I finished my logo I worked for on it for weeks and then it was done so I was like great I'm gonna post this tomorrow I typed up everything I like drafted it I woke up the next day I hit send and then my phone's blowing up all day and I was like oh I just announced that I was releasing music I didn't even realize that I did that because I was so like focused on the task itself that I wasn't like looking at the big picture and it makes it a lot more manageable because now I'm not getting stressed out of like, Mm -hmm. well, these people didn't really respond. There's no no pressure. Right. Right. I thought that these people would say something and they Mm -hmm. didn't. I just really was like, that's done. I have to get this done. At least for me, I, 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 adapt that mentality pretty often as well. It's kind of like, put it out in the world. Whoever sees it, sees it. I put my effort into it. <laughs> it, was, it was entirely absent-minded for me. Yes. I, I just was That's like... get things done. Right. This is something I needed yeah. to do, and I got it done, and now I'm on to the next thing. And then once that was over, I was like, oh, that was a lot bigger than I realized. Yeah. And the, yeah. the same with um, the video um, that... The brand, the brand Mav had put out recently with yeah, a little yeah. snippet of yep. Sunday's Best in it. Yep. Um, that was the first time like the general public is hearing got that a, song. A taste. Taste. Yeah. And I did not think twice about it until people are like, that song is so good, I can't wait to hear it. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Like I am like literally <laughs> wait, that shit, was like, me. doing this. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, like I keep forgetting, you know, because I'm so like in the moment of the task that I'm working on, just trying yeah. to get through it. And I think if I think too much big picture um, and like, oh, I am releasing all this music and mm-hmm. I've got all these things mm-hmm. I need to do to do that and how do I want to present it and whatever, that's where I start to lose the, this is for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I take it one step at a time, like I spent three, four weeks hand drawing that logo mm-hmm. and it was 100% for me and people were giving me feedback and if I didn't want to take their feedback, it was because this is what I like about it and it's mine. Right. And, yeah. and yep. then it was done and you I moved on to the next say. thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I start to think like, how do I want this all to be perceived? Then I'm like, how I should only focus about how I want to perceive it myself. Yes. Because it, it ultimately is just a project for yes. me at to the make. End of the, like, you yeah. know, 10 years you're going to look back right. at and are you satisfied with exactly. it? Exactly. You can ask yourself. Yeah. Right. If you only focus on what other people are thinking about it, like I think that's a, a recipe kind of for disaster mm-hmm. because no matter what happens, you're going to release your music and someone's going to listen to it and go, this is the worst crap I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's the best thing you've ever done yep. or whatever or anything yep. in between. Somebody somewhere mm-hmm. will tell you this is awful. Yeah. And if you're only doing it for like mm-hmm. the 
satisfaction and gratification of other people, right. that comment is going to kill you. Right. Yeah. Like it's going to rip we, you we apart on the inside. We were about something like that, like this, yes, yes, a couple of days ago. Um, but I remember I, I did, I quoted John Frusciante and I just talked about how, um, there was a quote from him that said something like I could put out like some of my greatest work ever and there is a chance that no one in the world ever hears it but yeah. I would still be satisfied yeah, yeah. <laughs> well very recently I posted that same video I was just talking about on TikTok and mm. somebody commented on it and said this sounds like farm emo farm, farm emo yes emo. and I didn't oh, Fimo, know yeah. oh Fimo yeah oh ah. right no exactly right? Yeah. we're on to something well, <laughs> I didn't know if I was meant to take it as an insult or a compliment yeah. or what I, I just decided to take it as a compliment absolutely um, but and I you threw your suspenders on and yeah, yeah I just went you know I gotta tend to the chickens and all that so yeah but it was I just was like what does that even mean and that's what I'm subjecting myself to as I continue oh, to yeah. push out and make my things public yeah. and oh yeah and i just have to be okay with that with you somebody gotta, having an opinion and, that if, yeah. if, you, if you see it i mean it's usually best to try to just avoid that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for your for the sake of your own psyche but however though if you see it just know that like at, at least my opinion on it is i never really think twice about it because mm-hmm. i'm just like you're never gonna you, you would People on the internet are bold, but like they're right. never actually well, like a, that. Yeah, in security of a screen and keyboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keyboard warriors. Yeah, That's, keyboard warriors. And I just, I actually had a very similar conversation yesterday because I played a set last night at yeah. a at like a private ticketed event. Yep. And um, you know, I was, you were invited. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I was really nervous and I was getting a little bit worked up and I was like, oh, what if I mess up and whatever? And yeah. one of my coworkers is like you know what like your stuff is good like people are gonna like it if you mess yeah. up you mess up who cares and mm-hmm. she was like tell them that they can just go do it themselves if they're gonna complain about it and i was like you know what like who would ever actually walk up to a person and say like your set was bad right like, yeah. nobody would ever do right. that so like what am i afraid of only yeah. the you worst know? type of person would do that right and like usually it's not even because it's bad it's because mm-hmm. they're miserable yes. so, oh, yeah like, it falls back on them 100 percent. That's, exactly. that's typically where a lot of negative comments come from mm-hmm. because i feel like if you if you put out either put out something bad or did something bad Mm -hmm. the way that someone who truthfully cares would address it Mm -hmm. is not that way so for example i think like when we're recording vocals like not every vocal take is the best take Mm -hmm. so if i'm like hey that wasn't great like Mm -hmm. let's do it again i'm not gonna be like and that was bad (laughs) we need to you know like you know like like, kill the morale like (laughs) that sucked not only was that take bad it was the worst take i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like the people who actually do that kind of stuff like they don't they don't care and they don't matter like the people who are going to criticize and want you to get better aren't going to say it that way. Right. They'll just, you know, they'll, it, they'll do it the right way. It actually comes constructively and yes. not just as like a mean insult to make you exactly. feel worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. the, the mean insults, like, mm. nobody, no, yeah. no, like nobody yeah. who actually throws mean insults is trying exactly. to help you. Exactly. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. However, I'd probably throw that comment at Derek Nowak. <laughs> oh, that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> just saying, because I know he could just you'd sing laps around me. So like, people like that who actually are, like, are extremely confident and good, I'll, tell, I'll look at them and I'll be like, yo, that was the worst thing I've ever heard, even though it's like slightly off. <laughs> he's, a, he's also like one of our best friends. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, he's not no, a stranger. No, I hate him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually, after, uh, after that session of, of 
like figuring out harmonies and everything. Um, he, he came to me and he was like, that was awesome. I loved that. Like that was so much fun. Cool. Like we need to do that more. Yeah. So well, yeah, he had a blast and he thinks you're a really great singer. So that's awesome. I'll okay. have to tell him. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, please. And Andrew and I will be working on new music soon. Mm-hmm. And what Rock I would really like to do is just kind of keep the ball rolling. You know, yeah. I think that's I mean? the best so, thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So if you have something to say, do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So, and I just, I never really stop writing, so mm. might as well just keep it going, you know? Absolutely. That's, That's great. You That's mm-hmm. how you build a career out of that. Mm. So at this point in time, it is, uh, it's like December, it's early December, right? Yeah, right. And uh, your music is not out yet. Mm-mm. And I don't know when this is going to air, <laughs> but <laughs> if, you know, if it's not out or if it is out at the time, Altered Pink Music is your Instagram handle, correct? Yes, yes. Do you have any other socials that somebody is that you're looking to <laughs> promote? Um, promote. I am also on TikTok as Altered Pink Music. Yeah. All of my other socials are personal. Yes. Uh-huh. So stay away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I didn't say it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So hopefully we'll hear hear music from you very soon. I mean, obviously I did, but, uh, <laughs> but the, you know, the public and whatnot, they can follow you, follow updates of whenever that's going to come out. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to say dates just in case anything changes, but hopefully right. soon ish yeah. yeah. something will come out and, uh, and that'll be great. That EP is great. I love it. I think the songwriting is excellent. And I think, uh, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Italian hand or whatever that is. <laughs> ravioli, <laughs> Ravi- ravioli, ravioli hand. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but yeah, I think I think that kind of wraps it up. We're hitting the thirty minute mark here, cool. so. Mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you guys for having me on the on the podcast. Of I really could anytime. not have done any of this without <laughs> either of you, and it means a whole heck of a lot to me that you guys have been willing to work with me through this. It, it's mm-hmm. really really valuable. So, only no, no. I like I always. I'm very appreciative when someone lets me involved in into your emotional state almost like I, yeah, you gotta I, be I, vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, you have to be vulnerable to do this kind of stuff and yeah. it's very hard to let people in so yes. thank you very much for letting us in anytime <laughs> i'm happy to do it over and over again so we could just keep making cool songs i guess exactly so. <laughs> i think we think you're doing it for the right reasons <laughs> i hope so <laughs> you have to call back yes. okay one more time um Alter Pink Music on Instagram mm-hmm. and on TikTok. Look it up. The EP is great. It's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs>